everybody. Welcome back to Pillow Talk with Mark and B, the podcast where we just talk. I'm B, and I'm here with my amazing boyfriend. Hey, hey, I'm Mark. How's it going, B? Marcus Panamark. How are you? <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here and share some spooky stories with you guys today. Yeah, it is a gloomy day. I think yeah. it's perfect for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been cozy all day watching movies. <laughs> and Every yeah. time I want to scare myself, I just close my eyes for a little bit. Yeah. Pretend it's lightning out. Whoa! And you don't even really like scary movies. No, I'm not much of a spook guy. I don't know. Why it's, is that? Um, I, I don't know. I just, I've always found like scary movies just don't add like value to me oh like actually yeah. i remember watching a scary movie with you and you were like right off the bat you're like it's not real so it doesn't matter and like the i just wasn't scared that whole movie because you're just like it's 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 hollywood because <laughs> like relaxed it's <laughs> like oh okay well that makes sense <laughs> and yeah. i don't think i've watched a scary movie with you since yeah i just uh never been a fan you know deep trauma really is why Probably. From my childhood. You've Too many spooky scary. things, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Before we get into it, um, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, feel free to email us at pillowtalkwithmarketb at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Facebook and Instagram at pillowtalkwithmarketb. We also have some merch. Yeah. So if you guys want to support us, uh, feel free to go get some merch. What do we have? We've got like pillows and uh, flip flops, sweaters. We yeah. do need to update the merch, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Oh, well. What what, what can any of us do about it, you hey, what, know? What do, what, do we do, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a t-shirt salesman. I don't know. Uh, you guys can also support us on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. A dollar a month helps. Goes a long ways. Thanks to all the people that are already members of the Patreon. It's pretty, pretty fucking neat. It's pretty, pretty, it's pretty sweet. Pretty neat of you all. Pretty neat. <laughs> cool. So... We're going to get into the spooky stuff. Yeah. So this week on the Discord, somebody got to an episode we did a while ago. Um, I think it was the Leaving the Church one, but they talked about how I told a story in there um, about my friend being possessed when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And I've since talked to him about it. And I, I haven't talked to him in like, well, I've talked to him quite often, but I haven't talked to him about that in you years. Know, 15 years or whatever the fuck that number is mm -hmm. so yeah he was able to tell his side of the story and what was kind of going on and confirmed yeah it was in fact some crazy weird possession yeah and, somebody in his family like cursed him or just like the bloodline or something like yeah, that yeah yeah and like he had like horrendous luck and he almost died on multiple mm -hmm. occasions and like just this weird kind of and then this whole thing happened mm -hmm. and i guess the demon spirit whatever the fuck it was was gone and yeah yeah he was telling me how he like he was like yeah like i always felt like something dark inside of me and after that day it was gone like forever yeah it's so crazy it, it was a very crazy story so go back and listen to it uh, but that's kind of what sparked this episode off. So then, you know, then we started trying, what about your guys' spooky stories? Mm -hmm. So we're going to get to some of those. Um, but before we do, we've got some other things we'll share. Well, let's start with our childhood, you know, yeah. as we always do. What was, like, what were you told about the spiritual realm or, like, curses <laughs> or anything like that? Were you... Yeah, like, it, it's this weird thing. So I was, I was raised Christian, so lots of kind of, you know, you're taught about Satan and demons mm -hmm. and, you know... Good guys and bad guys, Stuff basically. like that, yeah. But our the church I went to, they, they had a lot of missionaries and stuff. So we'd always hear stories from, like, the missionaries um, about, like, in Haiti, there's some crazy, truly crazy, like, whatever you want to call it, demonic possession, whatever the fuck's happening down there. There's Witchcraft. some, like... 
witchcraft like stories of like zombies and shit like some really crazy stuff so raised that there was definitely kind of that kind of stuff happening out there um i was also raised to think there's good stuff like i i was always told stories like yeah there's people out there that are regrowing limbs down in africa and you're like whoa that can happen i don't think that's fucking happening but (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's god that's that's not you know (laughs) yeah where you know so i was always raised to believe a lot of these kind of there there is some type of spiritual realm out there Mm, yeah i like it's weird because I'm in so many different spots in my life I was told different things like I went to this Pentecostal school where girls were not allowed to wear pants makeup <laughs> nail <laughs> polish jewelry any of that stuff we also weren't like guys and girls alike guys had to wear guys and girls were not allowed to wear no um, dresses higher than the knee boys <laughs> no. <laughs> can you imagine cross-dressing there holy <laughs> shit <laughs> um no guys and girls were not allowed to play um like go fish because that was gambling that was card games that was of the devil like they were so extreme it was nuts so (laughs) on some levels i was like oh my god we can't touch cards like ah (laughs) but then on the other end i always knew like i i was always taught that there was a spiritual realm and it was like how i envisioned it was like the room that we're sitting in now but imagine it like i don't know a century from now so it's all in ruins and like the walls are falling off and it's there's dark. demons flying everywhere yeah. and demons and angels fighting over us basically is how I was told yeah. that it happened. So I've heard stories where like, I don't know, this like woman's, <laughs> this woman's like going down the back alley and she sees three guys and they're all like ready to rape her and she just ready to jump her. And then all of a sudden they get really scared and then they like go away. And then, I don't know, she's, somehow along the story it's like they they question the guys they're like well she was surrounded by like six big men and i guess <laughs> i guess that was like angels or oh. <laughs> yeah that's great <laughs> she had these six buff men in fucking <laughs> angel angel garb angel guards um what did your parents do or like did you ever have nightmares and stuff growing up um yeah, but nothing crazy. Just standard run-of-the-mill stuff. What did your parents... Or did you tell so, your parents? Did you go back to sleep? Yeah, so the one thing I did have was, like, it was more sleep paralysis. Hmm. Um, my mom always told this story of, um, you know, this is a very Christian concept. If you say the name of the Lord, demons will have to flee at his name. Hmm. You know, that's a very... You see it in a lot of tropes or whatever. Yeah. Um, so she had this story where she... was dreaming and then like a demon came up to her in the dream and she just kept on saying the name of Jesus and she was frozen in her sleep and she literally just described sleep paralysis in my mind Mm. Um, but yeah so she said you know the name of Jesus and then the demon fled and then she was able to control her body again weird Um, so growing up I heard that story a number of times then when I was older now keep in mind this is before the internet times where you could just google and find out what the fuck is actually happening right um because now it's very clearly just sleep paralysis. Yeah. But when I was younger, I had it a couple times. Pretty much the exact same experience as my mom, where it was like I felt something heavy. I woke up, I felt something heavy on me. I couldn't move. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. And, <laughs> and it honestly never worked for me. And like, you I, tried the Jesus thing. Yeah. Um, 
I tried it the first time and it didn't really work. Like it kind of did like it because sleep paralysis, it takes like a couple seconds for you to wake up or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like your mind wakes up, but it doesn't fire on your body yet. Right. That causes like the heaviness and like where you feel like something's on you. But it's just like your mind woke up without firing up all the proper routines. Interesting. Yeah. So like I had it and like I was saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then like eventually I woke up and eventually it like left me. So it's like, oh, was it Jesus or... Sleep paralysis. Yeah, you know. I've and never had sleep paralysis. It's it's pretty crazy. Really, really creepy. Now, when you realize what it is, I was eventually... I probably had it like three or four or five times without knowing what it was. And it was truly terrifying. Yeah. Like, being trapped, not being able to move, and you're just like, this, there's just something dark it felt like. Yeah. Very weird. Very yeah, weird yeah. feeling. But once you know what it is, it's interesting because then you can kind of just go with it like... You know, oh. now that you say that, I had this one time, for some reason I was sleeping, uh, like I think I was really, really, really sick, so I was sleeping on the floor in my parents' bedroom, yeah. and I woke up, and I remember my body, like my my torso sat up, but I couldn't see anything, it was super, super dark, and I started freaking the fuck out, I was like, yeah. oh my god, I'm blind, like I can't see anything, and then I woke up. Weird. Or something like that, <laughs> but like, but my, I could hear my mom saying, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, yeah. and then my eyes like then i could see but i was already sitting up i was already, like <laughs> it was fucked i don't know Creepy. if that's sleep paralysis but it was yeah fucked. just weird brain misfiring you know weird but uh yeah so i i had that and you know it was kind of scary but eventually i learned what it was and interesting yeah yeah when i had nightmares my parents like we typically did not we weren't allowed in their room like we never were allowed to just like go into bed if we had a bad dream with them or whatever or yeah if we had a bad dream we didn't go in there and sleep in there for the rest of the night kind of thing like that was just like not allowed and so i remember every time we'd have a nightmare we would go in there and they would say no you just have to say the verse <laughs> <laughs> yeah I still remember it. Like, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Yeah, yeah. And we would just have to repeat that to ourselves and make ourselves feel better. <laughs> fall back asleep. Ah. <laughs> you I imagine like going to your parents for comfort? Like, I'm going to die. Somebody in my sleep just don't... No, just pray. Just it's pray fine. about just, it. Just repeat this verse and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. So that's... Yeah. And I, I mean, it's still wired in me, that verse. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Um, my parents told us this story. I don't know if it's true. I don't, I was too young to remember it. I don't think anybody was there except for my parents and my older brother, but they said, they told us this story. I think he was like six or seven maybe. And it was after all of us were sent to bed, we were all put into bed and he came out of bed and was standing at the top of the stairs and they were like, well, no, you got to go back to bed. And he just stood there. And so they were like, what's going on? Like, and I think they, I think he was like sleepwalking or whatever. Yeah. So they went up to him and they were like, you need to go to bed. And then tried to turn him around and like direct him towards his bedroom. And in a really deep, like 30 year old man's voice, he started yelling and he said, get the fuck off me and swore. Hmm. And like, we were very sheltered. Like, I don't yeah. think we would have ever heard that word at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I guess they started praying about or praying for him and then he started getting louder and more angry and then praying 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 eventually he chilled out fell back asleep or whatever and then weird. they put him back to bed very strange mm -hmm. weird 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 I don't, I don't know what to think about that <laughs> yeah, i don't know i don't know and it's like i don't know and i see i read all of these stories about like we've got some today that are just really creepy like there's ugh, I, there's no explanation yeah yeah 
like I think everyone at one point in their life will have something that just okay I can try to I can try to rationalize and file away everything neatly in my mind but there's always going to be that one story where I'm like that doesn't make sense. That collides with my entire worldview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, how do I explain that and still believe everything that I believe? Yeah, yeah. It's a weird situation. It's and, like, it doesn't matter whether you're Christian, non-religious, whatever. There's, you're going to have that experience yeah. that just is completely opposite of what, whatever you've been told. Yeah. As, so you're a nihilist. Do you believe in the spiritual realm? Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in any of that stuff? <sighs> Yeah, like the two. Matter? No, the the two don't really oh, okay. coincide necessarily, because um, nihilism is basically just the belief that nothing matters. So but that doesn't it does exist. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it just it's all just chaos. Essentially, oh. it's all just whatever is out there. It's all just meaningless, nonsensical things that have happened. There's no divine intervention or divine order to it. Oh, I see. Um, but having said that, there could still be ghosts and stuff, and like. You know, there's crazy experiences out there, and you talk to, you know, your best friend Jimbo, and he's a reliable guy, and he's told you a crazy spiritual experience or whatever, mm. you know? And yeah. Yeah. So just because, like, we, we don't have all the technology. We can't see everything. Maybe there is, like, another dimension that's colliding into us. Who the fuck knows? Who uh, the fuck Who the fuck knows? knows what the ghosts are? Maybe there is, like, spiritual residue left over when you die, and now you... <laughs> like, I'm open to it, because it doesn't really matter if what what belief you come from it this can still kind of happen yeah no that makes sense yeah interesting well there's some stories that we're gonna read today uh before we get into them have you ever had like a ghost story or anything that's just like crazy crazy i haven't but again friends of friends of friends yeah i know somebody who said like when i was like oh i must have been like 13 or 14 maybe and he was probably 16, 17 at the, t- t- at the time. He was dating one of my friend's older sisters. And he had said that he had asked God. He was like, God, I want to see what you see. Yeah. Show me what you see. I want to see it. Show me. I'm strong enough. I can handle it, whatever. And then ever since after that, he would be sitting at his computer desk and an old lady would be beside him just sitting there. Ugh. Not talking, not saying anything, not even really looking at him, just sitting there. And then he would also see an old man from time to time in his house. And he never questioned it. He never talked to them. But yeah. he was just like, okay, well, like, no, I asked for this. That's how it is. I don't know if he still sees it. I don't Weird. know if it's... Yeah. And somebody told me, like, I've heard stories about, like, how the reason, quote, unquote, ghosts, spirits, whatever anybody wants to call them, can walk through walls is because when they lived on Earth, there wasn't a wall there. Mm. That kind of thing. Sure, so sure. So that's why in movies they will go through <laughs> walls or whatever. Sure. I don't know. But I don't think I've ever actually experienced anything like that. I've also never, like, to some degree, I don't think, I think I'm too cynical almost. Like, I've never even gone on stage to get hypnotized. Because I just think that my mind is too, like, ah, it's not going to work, it's not going to work, like, I, I would fight against it kind of thing. <laughs> sure. I've heard that in order to get hypnotized, you need to be completely open yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that kind of thing, I would never fucking touch a Ouija board, though. I would never do it. I don't yeah. think inviting things. Yeah, there's some things you just, I don't know, probably don't want to mess around yeah. with, regardless of your belief in any 100%. of it. Like, I do think that there is some sort of spiritual realm. Or, like, other side or whatever, other dimension that's, like, I don't know, happening in the background, maybe. Yeah. But I I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I don't think that... Yeah. 
Like, what if we're the ghosts in their lives? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I, I've always liked Warhammer 40k, the way they kind of do their spiritual realm, is they describe it as the warp, and uh, it's a parallel dimension where your emotions are, get channeled into energy in the warp. So like if you have a very strong emotion of rage and violence, it gets channeled into the warp and it can form demons and like, oh. so what, if you get enough people believing in certain things or believing, feeling different aspects, you know, it, it can consolidate into one thing. And create yeah. Um, Crazy. So like, and even in like real life, it kind of <laughs> happens like that. Like when you get a bunch of people focusing on stuff, there's tests where it's like, it's like power it, persuasion. Yeah, there's yeah, stuff yeah. like that out there. So regardless of like, uh, if you believe in Ouija, whatever the fuck, like if people are still channeling that negative energy into it, it might happen off on you. Interesting. Yeah, but... Uh, I could see that. Yeah, like I, I don't, I'm not saying that's how it works. I don't it's like fucking energy know. though. Like even like yeah. when you walk into a room and you can feel the bad energy and it's like awkward, yeah. the tension, people say you, there's tension that you could cut with a knife. Yeah. Same thing when you walk through church, there's enough people praying and blah, blah, blah. There's energy in there. Like yeah, exactly. Some people call it the Holy Spirit, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, who knows what it is. Yeah, interesting. But uh, well, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so growing up in the church, like uh, it was kind of crazy. There's some wild stories like... I was never, I didn't witness like anything too crazy. Um, just kind of the standard, uh, raising hands, people speaking in tongues, people falling down when you're praying for them. That one was always kind of weird. They'd yeah. do like a service call and then uh, people would get prayed for and just like fall down. Just fall. Yeah, I and remember seeing that too back in the day. Yeah, and it was very strange and... I feel like that kind of stuff doesn't happen anymore. Like I feel like that was very late 90s almost. Yeah. Like, Billy Graham crusade yeah, era yeah, yeah. where it's just like you need to like the physical like I need to throw you down and yell and you need to fly across the church to yeah. make it mean something yeah I don't know what that is but yeah like I, I don't think it's as common nowadays no not in our not yeah maybe of, in the western yeah who <laughs> fucking knows yeah but like so I, I had one friend though who he told me a story that he went to the same church and this happened where you know during one of these uh Sunday morning prayers or whatever some person was getting prayed for, prayed for, and then she fell down. And then he says that he's seen like this black mm. smoke come out of her mouth mm-hmm. and then like trickle down her body and then like away. And no one seemed to notice it except him. Go and under then, the stage. Yeah. Then it went trickled away and went into the cracks on the stage. Yeah. So I wonder a if it was like, like because I don't know if it was coming out of her or if it was coming out of him and he saw it like. If nobody else saw it, who is that actually affecting, him or her? Hmm. Yeah, I don't so know. So weird. Yeah. It's so crazy. When you were cleaning the church, did you ever see anything weird or like... So, yeah, so that's an interesting thing. Like, uh, So I, I cleaned the church as a janitor. I did it when I was in high school for a bit, and then I did it again when I was like 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and both times, I, the church was eerie to be in. It was creepy to be in alone at night. Just um, alone at night. Yeah. And I was an electrician for 10 years, and I did lots of night shifts where I worked alone in a skyscraper or fucking in a dark back alley. Never afraid, never got this weird vibe. But when I was cleaning the church at night, I had this weird vibe where it was always like, yeah, just fucking something weird. Interesting. Not, not evil, but just like uncomfortable. Eerie. Yeah, just so- there's something in the energy there, you know, where it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. 
yeah. like tingles down your spine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, every, that, yeah like walking down the back hallway mm. with the janitor room, you always want to get out of that one real quick, close those doors. That's where it creeps you out the most. Yeah. Oh, I would have said there, I would have thought it was the sanctuary. The sanctuary could be creepy too. During the beginning of lockdown, I went there and I just ran around in the gym, mm-hmm. uh, just ran laps or whatever, and it was kind of creepy sometimes. Like, it. yeah. Ooh. I just imagined somebody busting out of one of the many like one of the 15 doors around the gym on and the then outside. just or inside like coming out of the back chancel coming out of the stage wherever they came out of every time Ugh. i ran past the door i just imagined somebody something just busting out of there and chasing me chasing okay yeah. so that's one thing that i am i think one of the very few things i'm genuinely scared about <laughs> there's this scene in little mermaid where the the octopus person What's her Ursula. name? Ursula. Wow, how do you know that? <laughs> um, where Ursula, be, like, she transforms out of a human into an octopus on the boat. Yeah. And she starts crawling towards somebody. Yeah. And I've had nightmares about that. Like, that person <laughs> crawling towards me and, like, almost grabbing me. But I have this friend who, like, we used to play zombies. Yeah. So zombie night was always when it was like super foggy. You could barely see your hand in front of your face kind of fog. Like yeah. it was just awesome, dark, whatever. Yeah, and we would play these zombie nights either on the church property mm-hmm. um, or if you did like a church camp during summertime, yeah. during, out in the woods out playing the, the woods. Way game. So it's completely yeah. dark. You have no idea. If we were doing it at the church, it was fucking like fog machines and like super creepy, whatever. But I have this one friend who is the perfect zombie. He makes all the noises. He makes all the sounds. He like, and it's creepy sounds too. Yeah, like, yeah. ugh. I still get like, ugh. <laughs> and I, I, there was this one time we were in the alley, like back alley, and I could hear him coming, but it sounded like his footsteps weren't matching with his voice. Like the distance between his footsteps and voice were just off. Weird. And so I couldn't tell where he was, how far away he was. And then all of a sudden I would see an arm. come out of the fog (laughs) it was like the scariest thing and that is the only like i cannot handle people chasing me it was terrifying yeah it's fuck yeah it's it's fun what you can do to yourself so playing that zombie game um basically you know running around and if you get grabbed you become a zombie and then you know it starts off with one zombie you just gotta capture everyone but like yeah you're hiding and like you really get into it and you it just really into yeah it. it shows what like what can happen when a bunch of people get into something you can make this creepy atmosphere and you can scare and, yourself you're yeah. sitting there in like a shack in the the back alley kind of thing and you're like it's coming it's coming it's coming like yeah. i'm gonna fucking kill these guys and like yeah. but we don't actually have real guns we yeah. just got like, have, like hands yeah we'd have like foam swords yeah, nerf and like guns and nerf shit. guns <laughs> Yeah. It's good time. It's good time. But yeah, crazy what you could do if you trick yourself into being scared. Like, yeah, or yeah, you're getting into it. You got to get into the game. These yeah. are real zombies out here. Okay, <laughs> there's like this is life or death. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. I love that you were around for all of this. Like <laughs> you were around for all of this. I mean, it's crazy. We've got so many <laughs> fun memories of like way before we were ever dating. It's great. Yeah. So well, before we get into these other stories here, a couple more questions. What about like, what about like scary creatures and stuff? Um, do you think there's any like scary creatures out there? I think, and actually, you changed my perspective on this. Oh boy! <laughs> I was like, I don't even know, seventeen years old, and you were. We were driving back from BC one time, and yeah. we were playing a question game where it's just like a hundred random questions. Yeah. And I had asked, "Do you believe in aliens?" and 
I was always like strictly no. Like the Bible says there's no aliens. <laughs> so there's no that's it. Like that's the encyclopedia we all need. That's the history book we all have. And you had said like no, like it might not be green googly eyed things, but there has to be something else. Like the universe is so small and the universe is so huge earth is so small in comparison that there's there's just no way that there's not something out there yeah i don't think that there's things on well i don't even know because like there's got to be things like octopus we're not scared of it but that's fucking weird (laughs) what are you (laughs) 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 um but i don't know i don't think I don't think on Earth there's anything that outrageous. Mm. Why? What do you do? You? Uh, I don't know if it's one specific thing, but the one that creeps me out the most is you see these videos of like they almost look like Golem, where it's like these oh. sickly kind of hunched over mm. white naked humanoids running around in the woods or in the sewers and when i really want to creep myself out is I this watch a thing that. i've never heard of this yeah man we'll watch some videos after this it will, it will truly, truly i would love to yeah I've, I've on occasion almost googled like scary things in panama like what kind of oh. uh like what kind of things do they believe in here like oh my god there... i'm glad you brought that up because we're gonna talk about some japan stuff later uh, in this episode. Yeah, it's, it's fucked it's crazy <laughs> stuff okay well uh, do we want to get into these stories now uh yeah yeah let's do it okay so we got people to write in the first story i can read okay um okay so the possum sent this in uh, so, spooky story. This is spread across four months. Between December 2017 and early March 2018, I kept seeing a black dog. Yeah, mundane on the face of it, but I'm convinced that it was the same dog or what's often referred to as a shuck. If started one night, oh, it started one night after leaving a friend's house after a day of D&D. On the drive home, I spotted a, I spotted a large black dog similar to an Irish wolfhound sat on the verge of the side of the road thought nothing of it and got on with the hour and a half drive home oh that's a long drive to go play D&D with a friend you're huh. a good friend <laughs> um a couple of weeks later while i was working about 30 minutes from the first sighting sure enough on the way home i saw it again about 30 minutes further south same thing just sitting and watching traffic every time i went to work in perth i saw it further and further south which i'll be honest it was starting to freak me out until the last time i saw it it was across the road from my house. <laughs> Just staring at the window in early March. Three days after the last sighting, I lost a very close friend. And I can't help but think it was kind of an omen or a warning. Oh my god. I've done a bit of, a bit of research on the other sightings like this and other paranormal stuff because I'm a slut for the spook. Holler it. Cholera. It's amazing. <laughs> and it turns there's it turns out there's a record of a large dog being sighted on the A ninety three by Blair Gowry, which is where I first saw it. Oh. And then he puts like this little image of like uh, search and it's reports of uh, this thing. Yeah, so it's like a uh, large hound was sighted, location A ninety three north of the town, Shuck. Further comments, this phantom dog said to be huge patrols the road. Its presence makes normal dogs nervous and horses shy. 
<laughs> that's crazy yeah actually this reminds me of that dog that we saw camping that one year yeah so we went camping one time and we're out in this campground there's a couple small little farms around or whatever but this one guy had a nightmare dog it, it just barked if it heard anything and it was one of those like huge fuck i wish i even knew like huge just dog big like, black and built big black one of those that like like workout people put steroids in kind of dogs yeah. like it was fucking huge and looked like angry just well, it was angry. a guard dog like 100 percent. that guy had it as a guard dog you yeah. come on his property that dog that will dog maul will you rip you apart yeah like rip you apart and it was crazy too because the fence it could get through yeah the fence was like a barbed wire fence where it was like the three strings of barbed wire that you could just easily lift up and crawl through or it could just yeah so we had to walk past it a couple times and it was like just barking and then we'd just try to walk past it as quick as possible and like grab the kids because yeah. we had like a three-year-old and a four-year-old with us. yeah and Ooh. then and then you said the one time you walked past it and then like you just kept going kept going and then after 100 feet you turned around and it was standing outside the oh, fence just yeah. like like right where i was yeah oh my god just like, it was terrifying it could have just come after like this whole time it could come fuck you up yeah it was terrifying yeah. that's what this reminds me of um, i wonder who died after that yeah i don't know yeah so and then and then to make things worse so we had a couple encounters with this dog and then we did acid or mm -hmm. mushrooms i forget what but and then it started barking during our trip and it ah. shifted the whole energy of everything it was the craziest thing and it's like it was like this oh. loud bark in the mountains that like echoed and like so aggressive it's so loud and for it was so crazy long. too like you know how like if you're in a community you've got that little yippy dog in the neighborhood that just doesn't stop it's consistent it's like yeah. but he was a huge dog <clears throat> the bark was very deep and angry and aggressive and consistent like wouldn't stop yeah and every time i saw him there was like light in the distance and fog up close so it just looked very eerie <laughs> and angry and yeah. paranormal and super fucked up didn't like it. Did one not day. like that though. Hate it. Ugh. Hate it. Uh, yeah, great story. That's creepy. I'm yeah. also so sad about your friend. And it's yeah. very interesting that you would connect the two as like a warning or like an omen. Yeah. It's so weird. Ugh. He, he mentions a shuck a couple times, so maybe they're known for doing that. Mm, um, yeah. Bringing, who knows? But, weird. Uh, is this the next story? Yeah. Okay, so the next story goes as this. So I kind of got into a groove. It is a true story, but I'm a hobbyist writer. It's written to be read out loud if you want to share it on the podcast. But, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, it was just fun to tell a story. So about five years ago, I worked with a group of people. Our work had some downtime between tasks, where as long as we were on time for the next, next task, it didn't matter what you did in between. I'm keeping this intentionally vague for reasons. We were standing around in a group of, in a group, just talking, and religion came up, and a colleague starts talking about her home, an island nation. We will call her Sarah, because although what I'm telling you is my experience in all this, her privacy is her own. She's talking about spirits of the island, the river, the sea, the air, etc. And I realize she's part of the family line of witch doctors, practitioners of voodoo. I'm a bit skeptical, but respectful. It's her faith. I know what I'm talking about, though. Magic, spells, curses, potions. Or, I was skeptical. I'm more open to believing in the supernatural now. She's talking about with... 
she's talking about her how within her faith the spirits of the ancestors live within them and that the next generation carry them forward that each generation is an embodiment of the one that came before them and before them but she doesn't actively practice voodoo anymore her mother's mother doesn't like voodoo and sarah's and tells sarah not to practice keep in mind this was a while ago so minor details are foggy but i'm doing my best I asked Sarah why her mom doesn't want her to practice, and she tells me, oh, it's Bartolio, cat. <laughs> Come on, Bartolio. Um, <laughs> we have this cute little cat who always comes in. It's raining outside, and he just came up to the door to get in from the rain. Hi, Bartolo. I asked Sarah why her mom doesn't want her to practice, and she tells me it's because she, the mother, has seen curses placed on good people and that the spirits are fallible. They can be lured and coaxed into cursing innocent people, usually through song and dance. The more effort you go into pleasing a spirit, the more likely they are to help. Sure, there are consequences to fooling a benevolent spirit into cursing the innocent, but the damage is done at that point. The more you practice, the more awareness of the spirits you have. But even not practicing and ignoring the existence of spirits doesn't always protect you. Other women in the village, usually older women, were believers in spirits and voodoo. They will attract the attention of the spirits by signing your name. I couldn't quite understand what she meant, so she starts to sing just a single line reputed a few times. It's off-key and a little bit creepy. She sings her own name. Sarah. 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 Now this is where it gets weird. The logical part of me can't compute, but the hobbyist sci-fi fantasy writer in me sees and processes what's happening. And yes, I know I'm a hobbyist writer. It's telling you a story. I swear this is all true to the best of my perception and understanding. I believe, I believe you! I believe you! <laughs> Sarah begins to glow. No one else sees it. Sarah doesn't even feel it. And it happens for a moment. Just a few seconds. Sarah's ancestors residing in her aurora turn to look at me. Three distinct ones affix me with an intense stare. There are more spirits in the aurora, more ancestors. Aura. aura, I think. Yeah, aura, aurora. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose technically they're two different things. Aura, but the three closest look to, but the three closest to Sarah look at me. I feel a chill, like someone walks walked over my grave. Sweat is dripping down my back. Then, just as they were there, me looking at them, them looking at me, I turned to Sarah, and they were gone. Like the aura was never even there to begin with. Saved by the job, we had to get back to work. I'm thrown by my encounter. I couldn't shake it. Stupid badger, I told myself. You keep inquiring about spirits, and now they've seen you too. I had asked about spirits. The more I was aware of them, the more they were aware of me. It is hard to describe what I felt at the time. What I felt till the end of my shift. What I felt even as I fell asleep that night. It's a raw difference in power. They knew of me. Sarah's ancestors. They saw me, and part of me knew that they just wanted me to be aware of them. They knew, I, they knew that I knew. I felt like I was a field mouse that had been spied by a hawk. Nothing I could do to resist. Not really. It was just luck that the hawk, Sarah's ancestors, weren't hungry. But that's not quite the end of the story. Plenty of research into all things magical for my hobby of fantasy writing had told me that dreams were an in-between of this world and the next a gateway of the spiritual world. Things could go back and forth through the dreams and connections could be made from there. Do you want to continue reading? Yeah. Um, I found myself on an island 
or partially so. I was, at a, I was a spirit looking into memories. Their memories, don't ask me how I knew, I could just feel it. I had been drawn in by, th by the three. A hut sat in a clearing amongst the trees. I had never been to an island nation, but I could see how lush the forest was around the hut. Feel the life around me. I was drawn into the hut and three women were there. One young, merely a child. The other, the mother of the young girl and her mom as well. The grandma and the mother instructed the young girl in their voodoo craft as they put various things onto a pot, into a pot, and some kind, oh, a pot of some kind that sat over the fire. They were making potions of some kind. Things blurred and the three of them were in the hut. An unknown man lay on top of the bed of sorts. I personally don't know about the culture and customs of the island nations. I've never done research and from what I can tell, I don't know how I knew what their dwellings looked like but they were holding hands and they sung over the unknown man as he sweated there where he lay. Usually, my body clock would wake me up at 5.29 a.m. I guess, guess when my alarm would wake me. I was awake at 3 a.m., sweating for my second visitation in half a day. We should pause there because there's something about that 3 a.m., the witching hour. Yeah, yeah, I've heard called. of that too before, that like, yeah. That's um, when, I guess, spirits are more lively or awake or whatever. Yeah. And so in horror movies or whatever, you'll always see that if there's a spirit or whatever, they always wake up at 3 or 3.30 or whatever. It's yeah. in the, the hour of 3. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Um, I was wide awake, breathing heavily and, calm, and yet calm. I had some questions to ask Sarah the next day. I managed to get Sarah for, or to ask Sarah for a chat apart from everyone else. I guess I was self-conscious. She could tell it was important, so we didn't go hang out with the rest of the group and sat apart for a while. I didn't ask questions. I already had the answers. They had told me the answers. I was just confirming what I already knew, so I started speaking. Yesterday, your ancestors showed themselves to me. She had the smile. Your mother's still alive. I didn't see her. But your grandmother passed away recently. She, sadly, she nodded sadly. Your grandma was a witch doctor, I said, and she just nodded. For a while, your grandma, great-grandma, and great-great-grandma all practiced together under one roof, and she nods. The three of them were kind. They offered their services to good people within the village without question. She nods again. At this point, I know I'm right. They were, they were potion makers and casters. They cured illnesses and curses equally. They never misguided the spirits in your village, and they only ever cursed a few extremely immoral people. And she smiles. It seems not to be shocked that I knew all of this. The things that she had never said to people, things she had never, she hadn't told her mother, yet somehow I knew. I explained to her, but I think she already knew. When she sang her name, the ancestors were paying attention, and I was Sarah's focus at the time. The ancestors, great-grandmothers, grandma, great-great-grandmother, they weren't trying to scare me, even though I think... I had malicious intentions. They could have. I. They wanted to share their story. So Sarah gets up. It's about to time. It's about time to start work again. I can hear things get busy inside. You must have a bit of power. Also, on a side note, about two weeks later, she's standing waiting for work to come in. And you and you and B talk about energy in your house. And I could feel the same energy from Sarah. It's not this polite, friendly, welcoming energy. It's churning, angry. She's got her eyes fixed on this asshole interstate manager. Toxic, mask type. Abusive and controlling. She's chanting under her breath. He broke an arm a week later. 
some weird accident. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, that's a creepy story. Yeah, that's man. super there, creepy. There's something just about, like, that voodoo, like, spirit shit that, like, there are too many people saying that that's happening yeah. and it's real. That's, um, I mean, yeah. Like, even my aunt, she lived in Haiti for, like, two years. And yeah. she said that the witchcraft, the voodoo, like, it happens. Yeah. Actually, I listened to this podcast. I was trying to remember what it was before we started recording. Um, I think it was called, like, The Zombie Bride or something like that. Huh. But in that podcast, they were telling different stories about people getting cursed in different ways. And they told this one story about um, how it, your mind matters more than the curse. Hmm. So they had this story about this person who was like, um, like, yeah, you can never, if you eat pork, you'll die. Yeah. And so fine, whatever he carries on, he's like, fine, I'll just never eat pork. Fuck you, bitches. You know? <laughs> like, I'm going to take <laughs> life in my own hands. <laughs> so he goes over to this friend's house and he has um, this meal and it was amazing. Best meal he's ever had. Yeah. And then comes back like five, ten years later and he, the friend's like, yeah, I'm going to cook pork for you. How do you feel about that? He was like, no, 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 I can't have pork. I'll die. And he was like, what? What do you mean? He was like, yeah, this, this witch like cursed me or whatever. I'll die if I have pork. He was like, well, you had pork the last time you were here and nothing happened. He was like, what? You fed me pork? Instantly he died. Because That's his so... mind was now aware that he had done something <laughs> to like instigate the curse or yeah. to enact the curse. Weird. Another story in that podcast was this guy had been cursed and he was like, you're going to die at 10.59 p.m. tonight. Yeah. So he ran to the hospital and the doctors were like, chill out. Like, you're fine. You're fine. Relax a little bit. Like, it's fine. Chill out. Whatever. They took all of the clocks away from him. He, there was no way that he could have told the time. Like, there was just no way. Whatever. And I guess the nurse had seen him come out. He looked at the clock. It was 10.58. And then, again, he had no way of knowing that this was a thing. And then he came out into the hallway. He looked at the nurse. 10.59 had hit. The nurse looked down at the computer, could see it, and looked up, and the guy had dropped. Weird. Just dead. Weird. It's weird. Super weird. some weird shit. But I definitely think, like, I remember watching, I think it was Tarzan, like a real-life version of Tarzan's show or something like that. Okay. And in one episode, they had one of those voodoo dolls. Yeah. And that's all I really knew from voodoo was just I could see the doll, I could see this person sticking things in the spine, or sticking needles in the doll, and then Tarzan, in another scene, was, like, trying to get around, and he was, like... He was having pain all over his body where these needles were hitting. Yeah. And that was the first thing I had ever heard about voodoo. And I was like, ooh, like, I don't like that. Yeah. That's a weird thing. Like, so you don't even have to, like, be aware of it. The curse, like, you might have a curse on your life. And you don't even believe in this shit. But somebody else believes so hard and is doing shit to you. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Actually, this next story or this next couple of stories, we're going to talk about that because... Um, Ursatz, he is in Japan and he was telling me a bunch of shit about Japan. Like there are these places that you can go and like go to a priest and get, okay. So some background on Japan, Japanese culture, they do not speak out. They do not complain. They do not like, they very much hide their feelings because that's the society that we live in. Um, even when it comes to like raises and stuff, you don't ask for a raise. They give it to you. (laughs) You're not supposed to talk about your feelings. You're not supposed to anything. There is a way though, where you can go to a priest and give the name or whatever of the person you want to curse and they'll curse them for you. Because that's better than saying that you're upset with somebody. 
Weird. 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 Like, so confusing. It's so confusing. Huh. He told me a bunch of stuff. Actually, I'm going to read some. I'm going to read some of it. Okay. Um, mine happened during university. So he, he gives me a few stories from him and his wife. So he's from New Zealand. His wife is Japanese. Okay. Um, this is the time of year. So during this time or whatever, it's this thing called Obon, Obon in Japan where the dead come back to visit. It's kind of like Day in the Dead in Mexico. The previous year, one of the students on campus killed themselves in the dorm. On the night of Obon, around 11 p.m., we were getting ready to sleep, and I had turned all the lights off. Just above my bed, I saw the shadow of a figure just there on the ceiling. I told my wife, who was next to me at the time, she said that she saw it too. I tried to find a source of light that would be, that would lead to a reflection, but after unplugging everything to figure out what was still there, it remained there for a few hours. Oh, jeez. Until 12 o'clock when Obon was over. It freaked me out so much I couldn't sleep. That gives me goosebumps reading that. For hours, that's oh, fucked. Could you imagine? I'm pretty sure I've seen like a shadow creature before. But Ooh. it was like, a, a, it could have been fucking anything. It was a flash in the corner of my eye type situation. Yikes. But I always wonder about that. Like, so freaky. Yeah. So freaky. And then there's a course, like... so that's a different situation. That's a way different thing. And, like, trying to unplug lights to see if it's just a reflection, if it's just, like, <laughs> creepy. Can't. Okay. Uh, the next story. I can read this one. Go for it. My wife said that in Japan, there's a phenomenon called Shinri spots, haunted hotspots. She has a few experiences. She said there's two types of ghosts you'll see at those kind of spots. Ones that can't do anything, they're just there, and ones that move and act. The first type she had to sit, the first type she had sit next to her once on a car trip when they went through a tunnel. The second type was one at her school that used to sit next to the cleaning supply closet and just watch the girls that walk past with a maniacal expression on its face. Okay, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she said that with those ghosts, if you acknowledge that they are there, they follow you around. She told me there's a ghost of an old lady in my grandparents' house, which happens to look just like my great-great-grandmother. The scariest part about that is my grandparents' build a whole new house because the last one was supposedly haunted as their farmhouse was built on an old Maori native New Zealander burial site. They even got a Maori elder, elder and priest to come and ask them to move, but it looks it like it's followed them to their new house. Yikes. Holy fuck. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yikes. Okay, so Japan is like a scary, scary place. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff you hear about with their beliefs. I don't even, like, I wish that Ursas was here and could, like, kind of speak to it just because, like, I'm obviously <laughs> not from Japan and don't, like, live in that culture and whatever. Yeah. But he said that, like, there are some terrifying movies that, like, the scariest movies come out of Japan. And I know that there's a huge suicide rating. And I, oh, I just wonder what the correlation of all this, like, and it's like talking about spirits is normal there it's normalized yeah. to like talk about all this stuff and like be aware that it's all there and so i wonder if that's like inviting it in i yeah. wonder if that's like playing with it like oh i wonder if that has to do or correlates with the suicide rates <sighs> fucking terrifying yeah pretty pretty scary the one that always trips me out is uh i don't even know it well enough but it's a japanese one where there'll be a girl and she'll be in the back alley and she asks you to help and if you don't help her she'll like 
turn into a monster and devour you or something. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's one of those ones where it's pretty outlandish. Like, okay, so people are just disappearing, but maybe we do have a lot of disappearances. That's a creepy one, actually. Okay, so um, those are all the stories we had. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got one more, but oh, it's not more. like an experience from somebody else. It's just yeah. a story. So. You hear of a lot of times that people go missing in national parks. Have you heard of this at all? Yes. Yeah. And like there's an easy solution. Well, they got lost and they tripped and they fell. And the bear found them or whatever. The bear found them, yeah. whatever. Nature consumes and devours corpses very quick. Yeah. Um, but you hear these crazy stories of like pretty much abductions in the woods where they... Uh, you know, the search party goes out and they look for hours and they, they look everywhere, mm -hmm. every reasonable spot. And then they find the person somewhere where they already confirmed that they looked or whatever. And mm. like hours later or days later or weeks later. Yikes. Um, and the person could be alive and they don't know what happened. Like, oh. Yeah. Isn't that like aliens though? Could be. Who knows? I don't know. There's a lot of crazy disappearances. I wish I remembered the book that I heard this about, but uh, there's a lot of crazy disappearances in like the woods of just like so crazy yeah man i who knows what the fuck is happening out there like yeah the world is still a very big place like i even look out the window and look out at the jungle and like yeah if i just get past this one row of houses like who knows what the fuck i would find back in there Seriously. in the jungle and it's like i don't think that they spend their time exploring these jungles the way that we do in canada like yeah, yeah. hiking isn't a thing that they do for fun here yeah yeah it's so like there's probably I mean, even, like, just this world is fucking huge. Yeah. Like, there's so much of this world that is, like, <laughs> undiscovered because you can't be everywhere. And, yeah. Like, it's, it's a big world. It's, it's a cool place. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I've watched a bunch of, like, well, I don't know. The movies are, like, Midwest, and you've got this, like, old trailer park family, and they're all a little bit crazy, <laughs> and their cows got taken, and all this stuff, and there's, like, different marks on their cows, and oh. they know it was aliens, and yeah. all this shit, and I'm just like, well, like, I genuinely don't think that somebody would go out and mark their cows and, like, burn their cows with a design or whatever just yeah. to pretend that there's aliens. Like, that's a big story. It's a yeah. big... Yeah. Yikes. But, yeah, I don't fucking know. Don't Do you remember, know. like, maybe it would have been, like, five years now, ago now, the crazy clown clown panic where in the States? It was right before the movie It came out. A bunch of people were dressing up like clowns with machetes and, like, chasing people. And it was, like, kind of it was like a serious fucking incident. Like, it was only a matter of time until somebody got shot. Because, yeah. Because a crazy clown was chasing them or something. I don't know, clowns. Have you ever yeah. gone to, uh, like, the haunted thing at the at the COP or whatever in Calgary? They would oh, have yeah, this, yeah, like, yeah, haunted... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, every Halloween, there was, like, a month of, like, you could yeah. go walk through all these haunted houses or whatever. But they had characters that would come yeah. outside of the house and they would cha chase you. They'd have, like, chainsaws or, like, it's a bloody clown or whatever. Yeah. And the whole thing is they couldn't touch you. You couldn't touch them. Yeah. But it seemed like they were about to touch you. <laughs> and it was fucking terrifying. Yeah. Again, the chasing thing. I <laughs> it's scary. It's crazy. Yeah. That... Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's happening out there. There's some crazy shit. It's some crazy shit. And I, I don't know. I don't know. It's all, okay, so 
somebody had told me like somebody at my old church your church our church whatever had said that they didn't believe in using birth control because that was taking the power away from god okay i'm curious to see where this is going i know but i've <laughs> and always, that's a scary thought <laughs> that's a very scary thought so like this one family had like six, six kids and they oh shouldn't have had god. any kind of thing no. like it was crazy crazy world no. but i've always i've always remembered that and that's like my measure to it where it's just like if god wants you to get pregnant zap mary's pregnant supposedly there was no like <laughs> she was a virgin like it didn't really matter but the science about it but like yeah i've always had that thought where it's just like if the spiritual realm or god or whatever you want to call it wants to get things done i don't think saying a prayer is Oof. gonna protect you Ooh, but then again know. these curses they're all like spoken word like I don't think you can just think a curse and it will happen. I think you actually have to say it out loud, go through the ceremony. Yeah. Maybe that's what prayer is. Maybe it's just like all, everybody's just cursing everybody. Jeez. Ah. It's all weird. It's so scary. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's just like, I don't know enough about it, so I'm going to leave all of it alone. I know. After <laughs> Not actually, mess with any of it. When I was like planning this episode and getting yeah. stories from somebody i've had a few thoughts where i'm just like i should probably just like look into this. especially this whole japanese culture thing like <laughs> really wanted to look into it for a hot minute and then i was like Ugh. like yeah i started learning about politics and the world got very dark so <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. ignorance is bliss for <laughs> sure yeah like bliss. i want to look at like crazy panamanian like horror things you're gonna ghosts. do that tonight oh that'll That's be creepy we should have done that before this episode but it's, <laughs> it's happening tonight and i'm excited <laughs> cool um when I was planning this episode, I forgot that we used to do this. So Mark has kind of uh, talked a few times about how he he likes reading to like get better at speaking. Yeah, like uh, when I started my first podcast, Lorehammer, I really couldn't read out loud. Just yeah. not a skill I had. People heard the story a dozen times. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when we started dating, I've always watched TV, and that would put me to sleep. Actually, when I was a kid, I would listen to something called Adventures in Odyssey. Sure, and it would just me to sleep and yeah. so that's just i need something in the background when we started dating you never had that no so instead we were adorable <laughs> and i would get you to read stories yeah and you would just read to me and read me to sleep which is <laughs> adorable. Yeah. um but one of the stories that i had heard from a friend i wanted to read here because it's like the scariest story i've ever heard it like i've never forgotten it i don't know if it's true probably isn't but we're gonna go into it so, a man walked into a hotel and asked for a room. The receptionist handed him his room key and said, are you sure you want this room? The man stared at the receptionist, confused. What do you mean? Is there something wrong with this room? The man asked. Well, let's just say under no circumstance should you look into the room next to yours. Don't look through the keyhole, don't knock, and don't make a sound, said the woman. This man, the man shrugged and stepped into the elevator. As the man approached his room at the end of the hall, he noticed the room the lady was talking about. The door was a shade of black, while the other doors were a shade of green. The door had no room number on it. There was duct tape over the peephole and the keyhole, however, oh, the keyhole, however, was not taped. The sight of the door made the man shiver. The man quickly looked away from the door and went to his room. In the middle of the night, the man was awoken by a strange noise coming from the room beside him. It almost sounded like a woman crying, and soon after curiosity struck the man, he stepped out of his room and looked through the keyhole of the black and eerie door. The man was frightened by the sight of what looked like a ghost of the woman sitting in a chair with her hands over her face. Her hair was dark and ragged, and she had pale white skin with cuts and bruises all over her. The wallpaper was pe peeling off the walls, and the carpet had blood stains on it. 
All of the furniture had been cleared out of the room except, except for the splintering chair. The man gasped, causing the woman to remove her hands from her face. The man quickly ran back to his room and locked and shut his door. In the morning, the man sprang out of his bed, packed his clothes quickly. He ran to the door, stopping in front of the strange room. The man couldn't stand it anymore. He had to look inside that room, so he did. But he was surprised. He saw nothing but redness. Redness with specks of black. Perhaps the woman covered the keyhole with a dirty red cloth. The man felt a chill run up his spine and ran towards the elevator. I would like to transfer to another hotel, the man said as he handed the receptionist his room key. She sighed and snatched the room key from his hand. You looked through the door, didn't you? Asked the receptionist, and the man nods. Let me tell you a story, said the young lady. A long ten years ago, a woman checked into that room. The boy, a young boy, broke into her room and killed her that night. The boy was arrested. It turns out that the woman was the manager's daughter who had recently been kicked out of her house. We replaced the door with the black one, since the boy smashed the other one, and duct taped the peephole shut. We forgot about the keyhole, so everyone who checked into the room next to her had looked through it. The first time, they see a woman's ghost sitting in a chair. Most people only look once. But the number of people that looked twice saw either her standing beside her chair, looking out the window, or they saw her staring out the keyhole with her big red eyes. Anyone who sees her dies. God. <laughs> so he's looking. What the heck is that? It's just her fucking just eye. Just looking right into his eye. Oh, it gives me goosebumps every yeah, time. That's I don't like it. It's I'm so closing creepy. that page. It's so <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Ugh. I kind of like scaring myself. Yeah, it's fun to get all scared. Um, I think for me, I think I get more worked up with like, like stories that could be true. Like mm. humans are doing bad things. Like yeah. uh, more so than like scary ghost stories. Like the Japan thing. Yeah, like the Japan thing. It creeps. It's creepy, but. There's something creepy about, like, humans being evil. Oh. You know, like, a serial killer or something like You're that. You're more scared by that? Oh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. That's interesting. I yeah. feel like if I know that there's a serial killer out there, it's predictable. <laughs> like, I'll probably die. Like, if there was serial... <laughs> a serial killer in Almirante, I would know. I would be like, okay, well, here's how to prep for it, whatever. But, like, the ghosts that either, like, if you if you acknowledge that, that person sitting there with a maniacal smile oh, is there, she'll and follow, they you follow you around. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't control it. Oh. Like, how long does she follow? Like, for the day? When yeah. Reset? <laughs> Till like, somebody else oh. fall- notices her? There's oh. just no control over that, and I do not yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just easier to pretend it's not real. Oh, that's <laughs> for me. true. Okay, you know, okay. where, like, serial killers do exist. Yeah. But, and they're like real life problems. Yeah. That's interesting. But, uh, man, yeah, like the world is a creepy place and there's like, there's just energies to it or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you find yourself in like a string of bad luck, like maybe you've been cursed, maybe go look into it. Seriously. Like, I don't know. Like, I know some people who just don't, just spin their fucking tires all day long. But well, they, even that one friend, he almost died a few times. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't just bad luck. Like, he got, I don't know, sprayed with water on the way to work. Like... Yeah, yeah. It was, like, life shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe go check with your local pastor. Local fucking pastor. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't yeah. fucking hurt. I knew somebody who, um... Well, like, I don't know. Okay, so she told me that she could, like, do cards and stuff like that. She could yeah. speak to people. Oh. All of that kind of stuff. 
We gotta talk about tarot after this. Sorry, I just oh. had to say that so we could remember it. Tarot, okay. Um, yeah, she said that when she was younger, she would see like little girls in like the old English American like the the glove or the clothes. Yeah. Like little nightgowns and stuff like that. And she would always she would go to her grandma's house and see these girls playing on the swing set at three in the morning. Yeah. Always. Her and her sister saw it. All that shit creeped me the fuck out. Later on, though, in life, she said that, like, I was actually living in her house, and I got kicked out, kind of, sort of. She never actually kicked me out. But she said that the walls, like, the wood and the bricks in the home were telling her that I was having sex in the house or something like that. Like, <laughs> so, like, way off, because at that point, I was practically a virgin. <laughs> but... but yeah, like, I kind of low-key think that she probably did see some stuff when she was younger. And, Jeez. like, ugh, tarot. Everybody that can read that stuff and, like, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I like it. I like hearing <laughs> about it, but I don't know if I would want to be involved with it. Yeah. Okay, go I, with the tarot. I've done some joke, maybe not joke, but, like, some tarot readings with a friend or mm. whatever. Yeah. Um... And both times, they were pretty accurate, but the, I think I've done it three times, yeah. and all three times, I drew, like, death or Satan card, like, mm -hmm. whatever the evil card was. I had this super sweet hand or whatever, you know, oh, the seven of swords, you're gonna have blah, 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 you're yeah, a good... Like riches and... Yeah, and, and then, the last card literally would always be the fucking devil card. So yeah. I don't know what that means. Did she ever tell you what it meant? Well, it... I feel like it was long ago yeah it was so long ago like and it could mean it's so weird too because like everybody says like no 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 that's not always a bad thing that's a really good card it's a really powerful yeah. card or blah 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 and it's like death like how yeah. is this a good card well like <laughs> i kept on going like okay so i was basically getting a pretty accurate reading or whatever and then i got to this last flip and i basically was interpreting it like okay if you if you stop doing things that are good for you this is what happens or like oh. if you stop progressing or if you stop trying to make moves like mm. this is what happens like, interesting yeah but it 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 was super weird like yeah. just one of those things where see and that's another thing too the interpretation of all of it like, yeah you yeah. could say something i could say something like mm, yeah it's, it's all weird it's strange stuff i do like it i don't like it creeps me out and i again ignorance is bliss <laughs> but i wish i knew more i just don't know if i want to know more <laughs> crazy yeah um this has been a fun episode yeah yeah creepy stories <laughs> yeah. uh okay. if you guys have any it's not too late to share maybe when we get another little collection we'll share them off again mm -hmm. um yeah yeah we should do that it's yeah. fun I yeah like it. hey tell us what kind of episodes you guys want us to do like me for me and you it's just we're hanging out talking enjoying each other's company once a week it's mm -hmm. just a nice little guaranteed hour hangout because yeah. i don't get enough time with you yeah never we're never uh, around each other but we yeah what? so often <laughs> we have so many friends here we're yeah, just so never around friends. each other <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah what do you guys want to hear us talk about on the, the upcoming episodes let us know shoot yeah. us a message pillow talk with mark and d at gmail.com um next episode yeah next week is 420. Oh, so we're just going to smoke a bunch of weed while we record and just smoke a bunch of weed talk. and record and <laughs> answer a bunch of questions that I have. If people have other questions, send them in before we record, which is like next weekend. Sure. Yeah. They can be anything. They don't just have to be like weed involved. Yeah. They can be like, whatever you want to ask us. Whatever you want. I've yeah. got some like questions about long distance relationships. I've got some mm. questions about sex. I've got some questions about, um, 
yeah, there's just a few questions. I've just been compiling them all. So cool. we're going to get super fucking high and answer questions. <laughs> then record for half hour, pause, get super fucking high, <laughs> and then finish the half, next half hour. <laughs> I'm excited. So yeah, send us some questions. Pillow Talk with Mark and B at gmail.com. Cool. And uh, don't forget to sh- uh, support the show on Patreon. You can just throw us a buck. It helps a lot. Or you could just click on the link below. There is a one-time donation if you just want to send us 25 bucks. You know, yeah, it's whatever. 100 bucks, 1,000 nice. bucks, whatever. What, I'm not going to judge. Whatever. I just, oh, my God. This is going to be a big week for us. Yeah. We need to sell the house this week. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting now. All we do is, like, literally count down the days. We've only got two more days until we find out that this is, like, fully legit. Well, two yeah. more plus yeah, tonight. Yeah, like, I, I conditionally sold my house. Mm-hmm. And... Conditions for, are waived on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. And the two conditions are very, like... Standard. Standard conditions. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Once we get that sold, then we can buy the place down here in Panama. Ooh, so, and set up shop. Set up shop. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. And then everybody can come visit us. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. have things to show people. Yeah, like, I mean it. Like, I keep talking to people on the Discord, sending out invites. Like, once, once I get this up and running, like, we are running a legit Airbnb. Yeah. We want people to come. But, like, if you know us, like... You know, yeah, we'll let you stay come. with like, just yeah. fucking come. Like, you buy your ticket here and stay with us for a week. We're not yeah, gonna yeah. charge you yeah. out of the ass to do that. Like, yeah. We wanna hang out with people, we wanna meet people, we wanna record with people. Oh, that could be interesting. It'd yeah. be so fun. <laughs> first that's when you and the wife come here. <laughs> you're teaching us all about all of the nature and you can record with us. <laughs> Very cool. Amazing. Thanks for doing this with me, babe. I love you. I have so much fun with you. That was a fun little episode. Fun little creepy episode. (laughs) We're going to go scare ourselves and watch more of these videos. Ah, Yeah, cool. All right. Sweet. See you all. Thanks for joining us, everybody. (laughs)